In the middle of the night they came for me. The first time I only heard them. The next night I saw them too. I looked into the darkness and there they were. The frightness. Just writing their names sends a cold chill down my spine. I really hope you never meet them. So what happened to me? If I live to be a hundred and twenty, I'll remember every detail. It all began on a freezing cold morning at the beginning of October. The air was like ice. I couldn't stop shivering, but not just with the cold. I was walking into a school I'd never even seen before. I had to wait outside the office for my form teacher, Mr. Carr. The school smelt of cold fish fingers, and I seemed to be standing there for ages. I kept thinking about my friends at my old school. If only I was still there with them. If only. And then this bearded man in a multicoloured jersey whooshed up to me. Chloe Store, he practically shouted. Splendid, follow me. We bounded down the corridor. I believe you come from London, he said. Yes, that's right, I gasped, struggling to keep up with him. Well, you'll find life in a quiet village very different. I'm sure you'll enjoy it, though. He opened a door and all the chatting stopped. Eyes peered at me from every corner of the room. Mr. Carr warbled on about how it wasn't easy being new, especially in the middle of a term, but he knew they'd all make me feel very welcome. Do we have a volunteer to look after Chloe? he asked. I gave one of my really sickly, please like me smiles, but no one said anything. One girl at the front smiled at me. All the rest just sat there like a bowl of prunes. They're a friendly lot, really said Mr. Carr. They're just a bit shy with newcomers. Now, where will you sit? At my old school we sat round these big tables which was really friendly. Here they were in rows, and there were only two spare places. One was next to a girl with very long blonde hair near the front. The other was beside a boy sitting at the back by the window. He was the only person not gawping at me. He was frowning at his desk. Um, you will sit beside Tanya, said Mr. Carr. The blonde-haired girl sprang up angrily. But, but she can't! Karen will be back soon! Not until next month, said Mr. Carr firmly. Until then, Chloe will sit next to you. I know you'll look after her. And Alison, as I've had no volunteers, I'm picking you to look after Chloe at break time. So I scrambled next to Tanya, giving her the biggest smile I could manage. She didn't smile back just snapped, you know you can only sit there until Karen gets back. Talk about friendly. I was getting cross now and muttered, and who made you queen of the world? I'd only said that under my breath, but she must have had supersonic hearing because she gave this angry flounce and ignored me for the rest of the lesson. She just sat there playing with her hair. I suppose I ought to tell you that she was very pretty, and she had the kind of long blonde hair I've always wanted. My hair is a dull, mousy brown colour, I'm quite short too, and have what people call an interesting face, which means I'm not wildly attractive, although I'm not a dead ringer for the elephant man either. Tanya started whispering to this boy in front of us who kept turning round. Finally he spoke to me. Hello, I'm Tom. And I thought I'd become invisible. Hello, Tom. He grinned. I bet you support one of the London clubs like West Ham. Right first time, I said. He grinned again. Tanya was clearly furious at having the attention taken away from her. She whispered something I couldn't hear.
But Tom didn't say another word to me.